gentlemen hi how are you doing we are back with another episode of chilling with yourself pod it's your host jeff kemp naturally thursday may 14th 2020 and today was a great day uh i hope you guys had the same i am gonna start off with the positive that i did today which was um a new stand-up special by mark norman you guys should check it out um, it's called Out to Lunch. He just put it up for free on YouTube. If you haven't listened to him before, you got to check him out. He's absolutely hysterical. Um, if you if you love just self-deprecate, it's not even, it is self-deprecating, but it's not that self, it's like everyone's internal monologue. He is every dude, like he's just all of us and it's incredible. It's about an hour, a little less. And um, I was laughing out loud so hard uh could not contain myself uh i'm probably gonna watch it again that was my positive of the day and um it's always nice to laugh during the middle of the day you know you're grinding away slaving away doing whatever and to to take a break and just be able to watch something and forget and laugh is in my opinion pretty great so today we are going into a classic advice pod. Uh, this is the second one we've done. So uh, uh, another WWJD. What would Jeff do? And we put it out there. We got some pretty good stuff. And the first one is how to be consistent, i.e. doing a podcast consistently or any self-improving activity. Um, pretty generic, but also, I feel like consistency is a real, like, I feel like it's a trap word, you know? Um, I think if you look at, historically speaking, context, yes, consistency will make you a great, right? Um, you know, all the quotes that are like, just try to be a little bit better every day, blah, blah, blah. The Last Dance is super popular right now, and Michael Jordan was a crazy person and incredibly consistent. And I think the, the thing that I'm learning as, you know, I've said, I'm going to make one of these every day and I'll be honest, there've been days when I don't, um, I think consistency is relative in terms of what you're looking for. Uh, and if you're doing something for the wrong reasons, uh, your consistency is going to fall off. So the reason Michael Jordan is able to do the consistency he does is because his love for the game of basketball is so incredible. Um, I will say that I, I don't think I'll ever um, love something as much as MJ loves basketball. But in context of like this podcast and for anyone listening in terms of consistency, I really try to not yell at myself when I don't do it. Um, I'm disappointed enough when I decide to not do it because I probably didn't make a pod. Like I didn't do a podcast for a day, probably because I did just nothing. Like I probably watched some TV or got sucked into a movie or fell into a nap. And like, that is more 
of a motivator of just like, what am I doing? Especially now, especially in, you know, current climate when time is like the biggest asset I think everyone has for the most part. Like you you have the time to do anything that you want to chase, especially in terms of creating stuff. So put it in a nutshell. Consistency is all about your drive for it. If you have an incredible ambition for it, I think it's going to be very easy to be consistent. But if you don't, if it's a hobby, if it's something you're doing in your free time, um, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is every time you do it, reward yourself, give yourself a pat on the back, but don't berate yourself when you don't. That's why everyone's trying to do, you know, at home workouts and things like that. And they don't see it through because I don't really, you know, as long as I can still get up and downstairs without being, you know, huffing and puffing, which to be honest is I'm, I'm pushing it right now. Um, I, I'm okay. And that's probably why I haven't given fitness enough TLC. Um, but I also don't yell at myself when I, when I don't do stuff. So quote air demonstrato end of the proof Jeff advice there is consistency is all about how you view it. If you really want to do something, bite the bullet, stop talking yourself out of it, do it. And when you don't do it, that's okay. But don't let that derail you from starting it back up. Does that make sense? Sure. On to the next one. Someone said, uh, should I take a road trip to Florida where everything is open? Um, if you want to die, um, that's aggressive. But like also... Florida, I've said it before in a few other pods, just an absolute garbage state. I mean, they just, they can't do it right. Everything they do is national news because it's like, what the, f and someone made a good comment. Uh, one of my board of directors um, made a really good comment the other day that like, Florida is an upside down L. Like it's a, it's a full blown L. Um and, you know, we've talked about that too, like taking an L and Florida just needs to realize that like, it's a loss. Like, you know, there's a reason it's fallen into the ocean. People are trying to get it underwater and out of the way. Um, so I would say, don't do that. I, I do believe I had, um, from a personal standpoint, like a really good, a really good tweet today because Wisconsin decided to open up. Um, and essentially I... I just said some things and I was like, okay, how about this? Sure, open up, but if you catch COVID, then you don't get to go to a hospital. Is that fair? So it's like all these people that were out at a bar, that's fair. You can go out, but like if you catch it, you don't get to go to a hospital because if you spread that to anyone because your dumbass wanted a beer, you would catch one more thing before you died and that would be these hands talking about my hands i would punch them in the face you know what i'm saying um so yeah i would say don't go to florida where everything is open um i think that's a i think that's a bad idea i think there's a lot of other things that you can do besides going there um to keep yourself distracted um another one we got is uh let's see here how long is too long to be in a relationship without getting engaged if one wants to be engaged whoa all right, engagement, getting engaged. Here's the thing. 
Um, I saw something the other day that was talking about timelines and everything like that. Uh, if you want to be engaged, there's no problem, I think, saying, hey, I want to be engaged and just being very clear about your intentions. Or I know some people drop subtle hints. Now, granted, I've been single forever, um, so I'm probably the worst person to ask on it. But I will say, uh, I don't think there is a thing as too long. I think other people will judge it and say that, oh, wow, you guys aren't engaged yet. But like, what do they know? They're not in your relationship. So who cares what anyone says? If you think it's too long or you think you've been in a relationship too long, call it out. Like, that's okay. I, I think it's funny how, you know, humans as species, like we're so bad at, but, you know, myself included, like when we feel a type of way or something we don't like, we just don't call it out because of, you know, whatever thing we make up in our head, right? Like we, we justify our own actions, even though our actions, like we, we answer our own questions without actually ever asking the question, right? So, you know, my advice there, I don't think there is a answer to it, is a answer. I don't think there's an answer to that question as far as, is there like, ah, oh, yeah, if you've been engaged for f three years, then it's too long. Absolutely not. I don't think that matters. Um, I know people that have waited to get engaged until they could afford a wedding, until they could pay for a better ring, until they, like there's a thousand different things and scenarios. So don't put any pressure on yourself. Don't think you have to be engaged just because you think that's the way it should go. Like, you know, be happy if you're in a happy relationship. Enjoy it. Wow, I kind of feel good about that one. Not going to lie. This one says, I miss therapy with Jeff. And that's just shout outs, you know, big, big therapy guy. Um, which does tie into the next one, uh, saying, um, can you encourage people, uh, who do this to go to therapy when it's appropriate? I think she's saying for people who are submitting advice, clearly I am in no professional capacity, uh, as far as therapy goes, I will say, uh, I have done therapy and it is fucking awesome. Uh, if you haven't done therapy, you got to put it on your bucket list. Um, Mostly because like, you know, you just get to go talk about yourself to someone else for like an hour. And uh, I understand that they're getting paid to be there, but I still just think there's no other place in the world where, you know, you do that with your friends and your friends will be like, can you shut up? Can you stop talking about you haven't talked about anything but yourself for the last hour? Um, and you just get to, you know, take a deeper look and you know, microscope into what makes you tick. And I think there's a lot, a lot, a lot of value in that. And uh, if you haven't done it, highly recommend, especially right now, you're stuck with your thoughts. Even start like try journaling. I think I did that and it was a huge, huge uh, boost. Plus now going back and reading my mindset for, you know, three, six, a year, 18 months ago, um, it's very interesting to see where my headspace was then versus now and how much has changed. So, uh, yeah, therapy, pro therapy, do that shit. It's awesome. Um, let's take a look at this next one here. Uh, should I buy a sectional couch for maximum comfort for Carrie, my dog, or is it Carl? That's Carl, my dog. Should I buy a sectional couch for maximum comfort for Carl, my dog? I believe this is an overwhelming yes. Um, I don't know how, you know, anyone that's on the opposite side of this one, Carl deserves it. Um, you know, he's been a good pup for as long as I've known him. And, uh, I've known him since I've read 
this this advice piece here. Uh, so yes, um, one quarantine is going to keep going and we don't know how long you're going to end up staying at home. So a sectional for maximum comfort for Carl is also probably going to bring maximum comfort for you. Happy dog, happy life. I think that's a saying somewhere. Um, I don't think that's even a question. I think you absolutely do that. And to make it better, I think when you're shopping for it, I think you have Carl next to you and you say, Carl, which one do you like? Uh, and I think you, you propose it to him and, and see what he needs. And, uh, Maybe Carl is happy without it. That's another thing to think of. Um, granted, if you need a new couch, I mean, I would 100% justify buying a new couch for a dog. And that wouldn't even be a bad purchase or a stupid purchase. It would be honestly very selfless um, and doing something for the animal in your life. So 100% cosign from myself and the pod and the executive board on buying a sectional for Carl. He deserves it. Treat him to a nice day. It'll be a nice summer present or, or whatever. Um, let's see here. What's the next one? Um, okay. Shout out to my boo here. Uh, Hannah Gerard. What's up? Shoddy, uh, said she's got two that she asked. So one is financial planning in quarantine and the other is finding positivity or keeping a positive attitude when you are stuck in a small house or a day. Uh, okay, so first things first, financial planning and quarantine. This piece of cake. Take all the money that you have spent or that you normally spent going out to bars and just put that away. Just, put, just go ahead and save that money. We're going to straight little dicky that and we're going to save that money. Mm. Yeah. That's 100%. I'll be honest right now. I am, I am easily, easily saving, I would say, in the ballpark of $500 to $800 a month easy on bars. That's honestly low. That's honestly low. I spend a lot of money at bars. And uh, I've just been, you know, trying not to buy stupid shit. Um, I would say this. If you're going to buy something... Before you buy something, uh, do a little test run. Um, you know, uh, another of uh, board of directors said this to me when he talked about getting, if he was ever going to get a tattoo. Uh, he said, if I ever was going to get a tattoo, I would get what I'm going to get tattooed and look at it once a day for 30 days. And if every single day I liked it, then I would get a tattoo, which I thought was incredible. I thought that was wildly like intelligent as far as so many people get tattoos and then they're like, I don't like this anymore. Same thing with purchases in quarantine. I've myself have thought of a thousand things. I'm like, I need this hundred percent. And I have not been doing well. Full disclosure. I'm going to take this L. I have bought more things on Amazon in the last four to six weeks than I have in probably the last five years. Um, to name a few, I just got this stupid Apple Watch, AirPod, phone stand thing. Came today. Uh, I, got a, I got a new portable speaker that came today that's supposed to be really loud and good. I got an elect electric toothbrush and um, dental tools. I don't know why, guys. I have no idea why I bought dental tools, but I sure as hell did. And um, 
these are things that do I need? Absolutely not. Um, and I should have taken my own advice here, which, you know, I hear that's a saying too. The hardest advice to take is your own. Uh, so to go back to the actual question here, before you decide to buy anything, maybe go like a week. Like put it in front of you for a week and every day when you look at it, be like, yep, I need that. And maybe it's not a need. Maybe it's a want, but you'd be like, I really want that. And after a week, if that's still the same desire and same strength that it was at the first, sure, go ahead and treat yourself. But other than that, financial planning wise, take that money that we were spending going out and blacking out with our friends and throw it into a different account. That's, that's my two cents. Um, her second part of the question there, Boothang, uh, how to find positivity or keeping a positive attitude. I will say this. I think I said it in another one. Everyone is focusing on how crazy we're going and how much we're losing it. And that's easy. It's really, really easy to just fall into that rut of this sucks, that sucks, I'm bored, this, that. I haven't put this type of energy, talking about the energy I'm putting into this podcast, which admittedly is still low. I haven't put this type of energy into anything not job related since probably college. And uh, so my advice there is find something, find anything uh, that brings you joy. It could be whatever. It could honestly be anything. So do some, you know, introspective stuff. And, you know, you could like freaking coloring. You could like, you know, woodworking. You could like drawing. You could like stand-up comedy. You could like a thousand things. Whatever you like, whatever you enjoy, go into a deeper rabbit hole of that and see what you find out about yourself. Like I've always wanted to do a podcast and then just always put it off, put it off, put it off. And now I'm finding a lot of, I'm honestly finding a lot of joy and, uh, you know, endorphins just by creating something, but also the, the, how do I say this? Um, the loopholes, not loopholes, the like wormholes, what's the word? I'm, the black holes that I go into with uh, the board of directors as we talk about how to make this better uh, is hilarious. And it provides a lot of, you know, good vibes and positivity. So if you're looking for positivity, first thing I would say, just change your mindset. Stop focusing on how small your house is and be like, you know what? Uh, today, the ground is lava. And I'm going to make it a fun day. I have to, you know, always have socks on or step on pillows or whatever, like change up your normal routine. Anything you can do to make things a little bit more fun is going to then make it more positive. I did read something a while back that was about like positive affirmations and stuff like that. Um, saying that like right when you, uh, I think it was either wake up or go to bed. One of the two, um, I think it was right before you go to bed, like write down, uh, a positive thing that happened that day that like made you feel good as you do that um you start to get into a uh, a forming habit of looking for positives in your day and then when you go to sleep you're thinking of that positive and then when you wake up in the morning write down five things that you are um happy about feel good about get enjoyment from just five things that you're happy about for that day and then you write a little sentence or two on each one of those and it helps you start to cultivate like a new mindset um, I did it for a little while uh, and then just got lazy and stopped doing it. But um, 100% admit that I 
saw a change as far as thinking more positive uh, instead of just jumping on the bandwagon, which is super easy. And I have definitely been a guilty party of that. Um, this one right here, uh, last one we got here. I recently moved to California. What do I do in case of an earthquake? I am not going to lie to you. This one is a doozy um, because I think first things first, you're supposed to run outside. Um, but my earthquake preparedness level is about as low as you could imagine. Um, the earthquakes that I've encountered in my life are zero, um, mostly because Iowa tends to you know, not have those. I think we sold those to the West Coast. Uh, neither does Illinois. Um, but if I was you, in case of an earthquake, I think the first thing you got to do is panic. Um, I think you got to start yelling and just screaming and running around with your head cut off. That would be my first take. Um, that's going to give about 30 seconds to a minute. And um, while you're doing that, you're going to be passing time of the earthquake. So it's kind of a two birds, one one stone thing. You know, you're going to get some of your emotions out, but also you're going to waste some of the actual time of the earthquake. Um, I would say don't put anything shatterable over uh, three feet high. Um, you got pictures hanging up. You take them down. You put up posters. And uh, I think you got to have a um, like a go bag uh, for um, earthquake. You know, I don't want to I don't want to scare you here. But let's say yours is the earthquake that turns into a sinkhole. And all of a sudden, you know, your your whole thing, maybe. I don't know if San Andreas fault is too dramatic here, but let's say the earth opens up. There's a giant hole, you know, uh, you're going to want to have a go bag of essentials. So, um, as you watch, you know, your apartment fall into this, you know, crack in the earth, uh, you'll still have a go bag of, you know, your life. Um, I think that's pretty good. I think, uh, we'll wrap this one up. I, I love a good advice day. We're going to try and do some other things to get, and elicit more responses shout out to everyone that sent stuff in um also keep in mind you know i don't know anything um we actually did just get we did just get one more um it says oh okay how does one break the habit of committing first degree murder you know this is an interesting topic um i haven't i've you know i've watched a couple of uh murder documentaries and um you know, they kill me as far as what, what those guys are doing. But, uh, I, I would say if you're, if you've got a habit of that, um, jail would be my, would be my best guess. And also if you have a habit of first degree murders, that would make you a serial killer, right? Cause that's, you're just premeditating a bunch of murders. Um, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll come back to that one maybe next week and we'll do it like a TB, like to be continued for murders. Uh, I'm going to say jail though, for right now, that'd be my first, first, uh, inkling, but, um, that's it for today. Uh, let me know guys, we got it next week and, uh, we made it. It's Thursday, tomorrow's Friday, maybe a payday for some people. Uh, keep your head up positivity always and, uh, have a great rest of the night and we will be with you again tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Chill it.